And now, Wolf Bites open mic. The Bass Jackers. I just came home actually from tour. Hey guys, this is Phoenix Paul. Hey, what's up? This is Sean Frank. Wolf Bites DJs and your favorite artists. Sophie Francis. Sophie, thanks for joining us today. Hi, it's super nice to join you guys. What's up, guys? This is Ahmed Van Buren. Now, open mic. How's it going, Wolf Pant? Chris Lehman back with you on another installment of our open mic podcast. Today, I'm joined by Canadian DJ Steve Kroger. Uh, Steve, just want to start out seeing how everything's going because uh, obviously this has been kind of a, a weird time for everybody right now um, yeah. with with quarantining and with the pandemic and everything. So what has quarantine life been like for you? Um, it hasn't been too, too different just because I typically spend most of my time in the studio. Um, so I was still able to do that. We had to kind of close down to outside clients. Um, but it, it gave me some, some good time to just work on our own projects and focus on my music. So that was kind of nice, but I mean, other than that, just kind of, yeah, staying inside. Not seeing friends, which was a bit tough, but things yeah. are slowly starting to open up a bit out here. And what's that like? Is uh, I know I, I looked up. I knew when I, I saw it was British Columbia. I, I had general sense uh, of of where in Canada you were, but um, I, you're actually really close to Seattle, which was a, the first outbreak in the states. So was that kind of a, a scare for for you guys uh, up above the border? I was. I didn't follow it too too closely, but I definitely think. Yeah, like people definitely started to panic a little bit, but I think we handled it pretty well here in terms of just kind of closing um, non-essential travel and stuff. So we were able to contain it. Um, and yeah, there haven't been any cases on the island for oh, wow. weeks. That's that's good. So uh, during the quarantine time, I'm sure I know you, you talk uh, said a little bit about you know, spending a good amount of time in the studio, which is something you normally do. But uh, I'm sure you like to take it out when you're not working and do things. So what have you been doing outside of music to kind of occupy your time when things are limited? Um, we've just been just kind of hopping on like group FaceTimes or house parties and stuff like that, and just kind of hanging out virtually with friends, trying to stay busy that way. Kind of, yeah, the only thing we've been able to do so far. This is just cur- out of curiosity. I'm a big hockey cool. fan, so anytime I talk to somebody in Canada, I'm always curious as to how big of a hockey fan they are, because I know it's it's obviously it's big. Uh, so are you a, are you a Canucks fan? hundred uh, percent. Yeah. Are you miss Are you missing it, or are you are you just kind of a, a loose follower? Oh no, I'm missing it like crazy. Like when it um when it all kind of went away, I. Uh, went out and bought NHL 20 just to kind of fill that void. Um, I didn't play it much, but you know, it's just nice to have some kind of sports in the house. And is there anything that you've kind of missed from a career perspective, from a music perspective that you can't do right now? Definitely um, traveling. We had some hopes to get out to Toronto um, to do some writing and to get down to LA and then um, the Netherlands in October. But I think all of that's kind of been canceled now. So yeah, it's been nice to be in the studio but a little yeah. lonely to have to work alone uh, and and now i do i do want to get into the the music side as well here uh and, and what's going on for you on that side i want to start though just getting kind of a, a foundation of where everything started for you so who got you into music initially where did that start um i grew up in a pretty musical family like my mom uh, loves to sing and my dad's played in just countless band, bands over the years um so it started kind of from there but then as I like, transitioned into high school um, I really wanted to I wanted to be a rapper actually um, so I started searching for instrumentals online couldn't find them so I just decided I'll make my own 
Um, and from there, it just kind of morphed into dance music and pop music. And was there there anything that that steered you more in that direction away from the the rap? Um, I don't know how it, how it fully transitioned. I think I just kind of fell in love with dance music, and I think I enjoyed making it a little more. Um, so yeah, we just stuck with that. Was there any aspect of it that you particularly that you think it it was? I think it's just with dance music, I can be a little more creative with my production um, and just go a little crazier there. So it started with like the the big room house and, and stuff like that, just like really like club kind of songs. Um, and yeah, just kind of had more fun making that stuff. Uh, and then as you got into the, the electronic scene, uh, I, I think you mentioned high school a little bit, and that's where I want to get to. I believe that's that's where you and Sky Holland met, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, we met in high school. So how did how did that um, relationship get started? Um, well, she, I think, she, yeah, she was doing some singing. She wanted to sing, um, and then I wanted to obviously make instrumentals and rap at the time. And so we just kind of get together at lunch sometimes and just write like some some pretty bad songs. They were definitely not good. Um, and then yeah, it just kind of we ended up getting a studio in her basement and just kept writing. And I know she she had come over from Japan. She was she had been in I think a J-pop uh, band over in Japan as well. So was was that something you knew beforehand? Was that something that like everybody in school knew, or is that just kind of her her own secret thing? No, no. She yeah, she definitely kept that under wraps for quite a while. Um, it wasn't until she kind of started to become an artist, and then we had to write out bios and stuff that everyone kind of found out about that. But no, I, I wasn't aware of that before. And. What do you enjoy most about working with her? What's the the best part? Because I mean, most of the work that the, uh, the two of you do, it looks like, are, are with each other. Oh uh, yeah, one hundred percent. It's just it's always like we we know each other's style very well, um, and I can just bounce ideas off her, and I trust her as a songwriter. So if I'm not feeling something, or if I need help on something, it's just it's super easy to just connect and yeah, write the top line. <laughs> I think it's just it's just very fluid when her and I work together because we've been doing it for so many years. Sunset on a private beach. Say you want all of me. Top down while the ocean speaks. Say how we fall so deep. Uh, and uh, there were, as I mentioned, uh, there were a few songs I think that you you did kind of on your own or, or uh, with other collabs. I think the, the most recent was Stories. So what's the the biggest difference when you're doing a song solo or with someone else uh, outside of Sky? Um, she she was definitely like she's always still involved in a lot of those. She ha- helped me write with those. Okay. Oftentimes we'll just kind of create a song. She'll start an idea or I'll start an idea, and then we'll we'll just see whose vocal it fits better and then like like a lot of our songs have been collaborations because we find it's it's always nice to have the um two different perspectives on the song 
And with stories, I actually think it was initially going to be a collab between her and I. And then, yeah, like I said, I kind of just stole it and decided to finish it myself. <laughs> well, and the most recent song that the two of you have put out, it's one that actually, it took me a while to, to pick up on which, on the, the, the remake of the song, Kids. Um, yeah. I've, I've really enjoyed that. What sparked that remake idea? The water is warm, but it's sending me. Actually, last year when we visited, or when I visited the Netherlands for uh, Amsterdam dance event, and we linked up with the producer out there, the uh, other artist on the song, Jason. Um, and Sky and I have been trying to do like do some kind of cover because it's just huge right now in the dance scene, but we couldn't find something that was like kind of really hit home. We had like a lot of older songs that we just weren't really feeling; it just didn't fit like the new kind of sound. Um, and then he showed us like, that he had been working on a cover, and it was kids. Um, and we, we thought it was great, that was cool, and he had just was gonna pursue it himself, and then we all kinda went our separate ways, and months later he hit us up and asked us to do the, the track with him, and yeah, we did it. And well, then there, there ended up being two versions of it, uh, the, I think it's the Octavon uh, mix, and then the, the Chill mix, which came out about a month later. Was there always a plan to have, have two different versions of the song? No, the, uh, the original version was the Chill mix, um, so that's the one we finished and then we kind of sent it around for thoughts and then Octavon heard it and decided to like he had some ideas for it so we said totally go ahead see what you can do um, and then yeah, we ended up falling in love with uh, his version the Octavon sorry Octavon mix um, and that kind of then became the main version of the song so it, when when did the, the plan come together to to release Chill Mix after that um it was just kind of for different markets. We thought the Octobomb mix kind of worked better for like the European market. And then we didn't see the results we wanted to see in Canada. And we thought maybe the chill mix or in Canada and North America, we thought that kind of would resonate better here. Um, so we just decided to throw it out. And then I actually, after listening to, to those two mixes, I went back to the, the MGMT album and listened to a couple of other songs because I remember a lot of the songs on there. Uh, and I actually had the thought, did you ever think about Electric Feel as one that you would potentially remake as well? Because I feel like that's one that, that kind of lends itself to, to the style of music. I'll have to um, check that one out again because I don't remember that track. But I'll have to listen. I see, I had I didn't remember it until I went back and started listening to to those, but that was that was one that that I thought was was a good one as well that I had forgotten about. Um, and there was a, one other aspect that I wanted to talk to you about when it comes to to music, and you've had a, a lot of music picked up on television um, as well in a lot of different ways. How did how did that all come about? Um, that's kind of done uh, through our publisher. I'm not totally sure how we get all those. I kind of just see like we have a thing on um, that 
tracks where we get placements and so yeah I, I just kind of saw them all start to roll in but yeah there's been some some pretty cool ones but i don't really know kind of how those are, are rolling in how many of those have you actually been able to catch on tv are there many of them no not many i, th- I think just one or two and they've been just like recorded and then we've gone back and you know tried to find our song but no, right. i haven't seen them. Uh, there's only a couple more things here that uh, I wanted to, to talk to you about, and that's just kind of what's upcoming for you. Obviously, there are a lot of questions around everything for everyone right now. What kind of plans do you have uh, going forward with what's next? Um, we have a new single coming out on July 3rd. We signed that to Source Records, so Spinning Records, um, and that's our first release through them, so we're really excited about that. And yeah, yeah just during quarantine, I was able to put together uh, a bit of an EP, um, so we're hoping to drop that as well, probably late summer. And yeah, that's about it. Nice, nice. And what else are you? Uh, what kind of things are you trying to do just to to keep? Are you learning anything new? I know a lot of people have tried to pick up like new hobbies and, and things. Um, I, I definitely kind of rebranded my sound as a producer, so I think that was probably the something new that I learned. Just kind of switching into a different style of dance music what kind of a transition was that for you Uh, a lot of the stuff we used to make was kind of in like the tropical house sound Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but there's this new uh i think they call it slap house um i haven't heard that term yet yeah it's some really cool sounds just like really really hard bass um and it's what our our next single on july 3rd Ah. uh, will be in that genre so excited about that nice nice Wait, thank you so much for taking just a little bit of time here to talk. Uh, I always enjoy talking with artists, so it's a, it's a good time. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, yeah. Again, that's Canadian DJ Steve Kroger.